0: episode of Yard Abroad, where we talk about living and doing business in Ghana from the perspective of two Jamaican American women. Of course, we talk about all kinds of things and have all kinds of people on, but today we have none other than Cicely Williams of Touch of Essence Spa, And for those of you who don't know, I'm Lakeisha Marie and this is my co-host, Suzinga (laughs) Makita. So we're just gonna get right into the conversation. Cicely, welcome. See you,
1: bro. (laughs) I need to do some wild in (laughs) my I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So cool, so cool. Yeah, like we said, this is like family. Yeah, I love you guys. Mm-hmm.
0: I think the last time we saw you, well, last time I saw you properly was when you were hosting Makita's Sensual Yoga yes. birthday, <laughs> y'all. That was so much fun. And it was so fun. Yes, if you guys have not heard of Sensual Yoga, get on it. I'm sure we'll talk about Please. it a little bit more today. Open those tips. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Them. <laughs> so just to get right into the question and before we give away too much yeah. in the beginning, please please introduce yourself for those people who don't know who okay. you are. So I'm Sisley,
1: also known as Alma the Goddess here in Ghana because I'm Saturday born, although I am black American. So both of my parents are American. Um, one is from Memphis. The other one's from Chicago. So I literally grew up in both, both Memphis and Chicago. Um, but I moved to Ghana from Atlanta. Um, so yeah, so I-, I was Yes. <laughs> <Like> that, <laughs> I was literally you stole the workshop. Like, is Atlanta Wakanda?
2: Yes. I was gonna say
1: that's the only black I mean, that's the only city in America I feel like black people should live. Like straight up. Like to me it's black excellence. Yeah. It's it's yeah. black healing, black spirituality. I love Ellen. Mm-hmm. I really do. I mean I'm still very connected to the community mm. there. So yeah, I, I came here from there. So I've actually been living in Ghana now for this is my fourth year. Okay. So I'm in my fourth year. I came right before The president, American president, (laughs) um, got in. But, um, yeah, I moved here with my family. My mom ended up moving, like, maybe a year after. So, yeah, it's been really, really beautiful. You know, it's kind of, we have our good, our bad, our all. But um, I would definitely say I'm in peace here. Beautiful.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. So, I mean, of course, to journey here is one thing. But there's also the experience. The experience is also coupled with having some form of like labor of love. Can you talk about what your labor of love is? Um, in regards to Ghana? In regards to Touch of Essence.
2: Okay, uh, how did you even start Touch of Essence, first of all?
1: Oh my goodness, so I started Touch of The funny part is that I actually started Touch of Essence after a trip to Ghana in 2009.
2: Mm. So I started it
1: in the States. But the way it worked is I came to uh, Ghana. I actually stayed in Kumasi this time for like two months. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, whenever we would go around, I'm like, are they cutting hair outside? Are they cutting their toenails outside? (laughs) Like, I just felt like everything was so mobile. Everything was like right there at your fingertips. You can get your toilet tissue. You know, whatever you want. You can literally get it on the roadside these days. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, wow. Like, I love this concept. I remember literally going to... Uh, my husband at that time, his grandmother's house, and wrote everything down. Wow. I want to have a spa. I want it to be mobile. I want to wow. do that. like literally. And it was from being here in Ghana. I went back to the US, and I started it in 2010. Um, so I started it straight from just mobile spa. And at that time, like my family is very much in the spa business. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my aunt did nails, so I kind of grew mm. up in the spa. Okay. Yeah, so that definitely is my background. My mom used to do nails. So she always did natural nail care. So that was always kind of my thing. I wasn't really into like the, the artificial nails and stuff. So I knew that I wanted to make it natural. I didn't want it to just be a regular mm-hmm. spa. I wanted it to be natural. I wanted to use natural products, natural ingredients. So that's really how it started. Kind of my family kind of bringing it to me. My mom retired and she was like, look, I'm gonna give you my clients. And wow. I, that's how it started 2010, boom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, write it down, manifest <laughs> fetish.
0: That's so interesting. That's actually how I started my company too. I literally got um, woken up out of my sleep. The name came to me, and it was like Ford Communications, connecting the West to Africa. You know, like whatever is like. I had to write it down at that moment. It was like two or three o'clock in the morning. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then it was like a conviction. Like this is what you need to Mm -hmm. do. Yeah.
2: Powerful messenger. I love that. Very cool. Okay, so what made you actually say I am going to leave America and come and relocate to Ghana?
1: Um. So I had three children. So my my last born was born the year before we moved. Okay. Um. And so that was when I actually made the decision and said, you know, it was so much going on. And, we still have a lot of it going on right now, and the climate in America was just really crazy, and so I was just like, you know what, I kind of refuse to raise a boy child here. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, not to say that it's not affecting us as women, but we know, you know, the effects of it in regard to men and our black boys, and so I specifically said, you know, by his first birthday, we're going to be in the continent. Wow. Wow. So, December 27th, probably the craziest time to (laughs) try to move, you know, it's (laughs) Christmas time, it's crazy in the airports, we literally was on the continent by his birthday, which is December 30th, we were in Kenya, and then we moved to Ghana by, like, the second week of January. How was Kenya? I loved it, like, Nairobi is so dope, Mm. it's like, it's to me like Orlando, like, you oh, know, wow. like, when you think of, oh, Florida? yeah, when you, when you, not exactly, not like Disney, but like <laughs> when you think of Orlando, you think of like, it's so many attractions and so many yeah, things to yeah. do. It was very family oriented. So mm-hmm. it was just like, we had so much to do with the children. I loved it so much yeah. for that reason. So, so yeah. How long did you stay? We were there for like a week and a half. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm we different. stayed in a really nice accommodation. It was really nice. Spa was nice. You
2: know, it's always my <laughs> go-to. Like, it was really nice. So I liked it. So what is it like having your mom here, having your kids here? How, how do you function... having a business here? Yeah.
1: It's a it's a lot. I would definitely say, um, especially I would say my advice to Americans coming mm-hmm. is like you need a year just to ground yourself here. Yeah. So it, it definitely takes time mm-hmm. because it is different. And I think sometimes we want to be accepted and we just want it's a continent and i'm here and i want everything to work well it's like you come from a different culture and you're yeah. coming into a different culture so you really have to understand it take your time and ground yourself for a year. Mm-hmm. So initially it was, it was kind of difficult, I won't lie. Like my first six months were, were really difficult having my children here, you know, trying to find a nanny, trying to start my business, mm-hmm. you know, my mom was here. She was dealing with her own healing because we have to understand when we're coming from that country to here, you're going through a whole healing transformation. I remember yeah. my first like week here, I broke down and started crying mm-hmm. and I had no idea why. And I realized I was just like bottling so much up because I was there, I was doing so much. I was working, I was. had my business, I was doing so much. It was like, once I came here, it was almost like a release. Mm. And everything just fell off. So it took me some time to just go through that process. Mm -hmm. And then I could accept and be happy and enjoy now, you know, my family actually being here. So now, oh, I love it. My children, they go to, Every children play place here. We're always everywhere, you know. Wow. I try to keep them as active as possible. They have, You know, we have our community, our mm-hmm. tribe of other people, of other parents. We do play dates. Um, we live next to the Botanical Garden, so that's like a mm-hmm. go-to. That. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a go-to. Yeah. You know, my mom came in. It's a huge uh, elder Black American community here. So mm-hmm. she was able to just... Get right in, you know. She was dance classes, and now she goes on a staycation every uh, weekend with one of her other elder friends that are like from Kansas. So it's it's really been really beautiful for us. But I always like to reiterate that it takes time. Right, Mm -hmm. it takes time to get that comfortability to figure out what works you know, to figure out like our housing situation. We all live together in one house and, you know, in America, we did it. Everybody was in their own spaces. So here it works better for us as a family to be here because for me, my business is mobile. So Mm. a lot of times my mom is the person that heads the household, gets everything together and makes sure everything is, you know, going on there. Um, Especially for here because I think culturally Elders are, of course, far more respected. Mm-hmm. So even when it came to nannies mm-hmm. and house helps and people that would help around the house, I was a small girl. Like mm-hmm. they want to hear from you, and <laughs> I'm like, what like, is my mom saying? I'm not small. <laughs> like I, I'm grown. Yeah. I have children. But they're like, no. So, so when my mom is now. in the house, <laughs> yeah, she like she has everybody together, and it makes everything work. Right. So yeah. that my saving grace. I love my mom so much. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. has been everything for me right now even you know having our men around and all that the dads everything it's fine but still my mom she holds keeps it, it. yeah i love that yeah and makita your mom comes back
0: all the time. Yes. yes yes
1: i
2: tried to get them together <laughs> i know yeah. but it never even it didn't happen but she's coming to relocate here now yes yeah yeah sometimes i'm working to on my relocate. mom well, i know. i'm actually working she's on my whole family <laughs> So it it literally, my family, yeah. I'm working on Family their, like, reunion, Ghana, Ghana, 2021, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah, it needs to be. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So in reference to like, just that idea of, okay, your mothers have come back, mine, you know, and my family, they're still stateside. Okay. I have one family member that has visited me, my cousin, Shay, she comes all the time. Beautiful. But, you know, this idea of being in um, the states and just kind of the climate of what's going on... I you know, I try to share with people You know, when you come, there's almost this purging, this alignment that happens when you come here. I know that you're into healing work and you're into, um, you know, not just spa work, but the, the foundation of it is healing mm-hmm. and connecting those two ideas mm-hmm. with what's happening right now in the States and just in the world. How can, can you talk to us about how people can almost stay cleansed during this time? Um, We're essentially in the midst of a revolution. How can we, yes, just stay clear?
1: Yeah, I think that's a a big question for a lot of people that are in the, I guess, healing community. Mm -hmm. Um, Me, I'm really focused on wellness. So I love spa in the sense of beauty, but I also love it in the sense of the healing aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a body scrub, yes, it makes you glow, but you really are cleansing off a lot of energy as well. Mm -hmm. You know, a massage, it feels so relaxing, but you really are sometimes massaging out Mm -hmm. kinks and tension that people hold in their bodies. So that's the take that I like to, um, or that's the piece that I like to take from the whole wellness spa side and i think that that's a piece that you know we all need to hone in on right now it's just focusing on our own personal healing focusing on first Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. as women first Mm -hmm. then children then men then mom then that first we have to be for self because you can't pour Mm -hmm. If you're empty, Mm -hmm. and even I had to learn that, you know, even I went through a point of just working myself where I would be so drained. I can't do anything Mm -hmm. for myself, for anybody. Mm -hmm. And so I had to learn to really take out the time to actively cleanse. Mm -hmm. Like you said, taking cleansing baths. Mm -hmm. If it's just sea salt and water, take a cleansing bath, actually visualize to yourself, you know what? I'm releasing this energy Mm -hmm. from my body. You know, taking time to move your body. I'm really big on movement. As you talked about the sensual yoga, twerk it out. You know, twerk it out. You know, Jamaicans, hello. Wine and i serious. Right. As women, not even just women, but people in general, we hold a lot of tension in our womb and our hips. Yeah. That's where we wow. hold it. Usually here and here. And a lot of times here we can feel it. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I know my shoulder. Yes. But here, a lot of times you don't know it. Right. Until you actually get into a hip opener. So you actually open up and you see. So moving your body and letting that energy move out.
2: Right, Mm -hmm. right.
1: You know, because a lot of times we're holding so much because we're watching things on social media. We're actively experiencing things in our lives, especially for us that are in America, or we have those traumatic events that come back Mm -hmm. that those memories Mm -hmm. so we have to be actively working on cleansing ourselves on moving that energy out of us Mm -hmm. and really staying focused on the present on what are we doing now what how can we be a solution to ourselves to our tribe, to mm-hmm. our families now, mm-hmm. and not really focusing so much on the past, on the hate, on the negativity, right. because it's going to be there. Right. Unfortunately, it's going to be there. So I really just focus on that cleansing element People really take that for granted. Like even if you don't do any other type of spiritual work, any other type of healing, just cleansing your energy, Mm -hmm. even if it's just weekly. How can people
2: do that? Give us some examples.
1: So, um, of course, we all know the very popular, the saging, you Mm -hmm. know, so you can burn your sage and cleanse your energy just with the smoke around your body, Mm -hmm. cleansing your space as well. Um, Like I mentioned, sea salt. Sea salt and charcoal, activated charcoal, are really great natural and spiritual cleansers. Mm-hmm. So you can actually make yourself a body scrub out of that and mm-hmm. scrub yourself and literally visualize why you're scrubbing yourself. I'm releasing this negative energy from my body and you're scrubbing yourself. Mm-hmm. It can be simple sea salt, just, salt mm-hmm. and, just sea salt itself. Um, you can soak. Soak your feet or soak your entire body. Mm -hmm. Remember, a lot of things come in and out of Mm. our feet. So we can focus sometimes the energy just on our feet. Um, Doing different things like detoxing. Uh, taking uh drinking um like lemon water mm. um just allowing yourself to release sometimes we're holding in the gut that waste mm, yeah. you know not releasing that we sometimes think we ha- we're constipated but it's energy mm. so we just need to be thinking about these things or we're looking at these symptoms in our body thinking about okay i'm holding something
2: mm-hmm. and i
1: need to release that like we talked about earlier writing Sometimes just writing your thoughts. It don't have to be poetry. It don't have to be anything special. Just write. Get it out out of your mind. Just write it down. So these are just ways that we can release this energy, Mm -hmm. this unwanted energy. Not Mm -hmm. all energy is bad, of course. We have that good energy. We want to keep that in. When you come around good sisters, your goddess sisters, whatever, people that really drive you and inspire you, take that energy in. Take Mm -hmm. that in. Mm -hmm. Sit in that. You know, don't feel like oh, I it's so much going on, so I can't be happy. I can't laugh right. with my sisters right now. Right. I can't. No,
0: be in the moment,
1: enjoy present. that, present, be present. That's the main thing. Be present, and like we said, focus on self. Yeah. Once you focus on self, if everybody's focused on self. <laughs> <you know what? laughs> when we're yes, we
0: get together, we're all full. Exactly. Right. We're not upset with this person or. Projecting insecurity. Ooh, rejection (laughs) Rejection
1: and triggers. We don't even want to go there. Yeah.
2: So, coming from America, moving here, starting your business, having fun, living (laughs) your best (laughs) life. But what are the difficulties of being an entrepreneur here? Woman entrepreneur. Are there any uh, difficult Yes ways? it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, which <one> should like, <laughs> what should I focus on? <laughs>
1: um, you know, I would say being a woman entrepreneur, you have to understand culturally how Ghana works. It is um a patriarch patriarchy mm-hmm. um society. So it's very male dominated in that sense. Um so me being a woman coming from America mm-hmm. Uh it's almost black. I would say black America is almost kind of the opposite where women are more independent and more kind of almost the head of households. Please don't be upset with me. Um, but that's kind of that's how it is. Yeah. So in that sense, a woman can just make her moves. Like it's it's nothing. Here, you almost especially when I first got here, now I know more people and and I, I'm more out there. But when I first got there, got here, it felt like I couldn't do anything without a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't make any decision. I couldn't right. go register. I couldn't mm-hmm. do anything without a man. So I always felt like I had to, you know, have, at the time my ex-husband was a really big help for me. Mm-hmm. So everything I had to go through him. Mm-hmm. And I was like annoyed with that. I'm an independent
0: woman, <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, know? I don't
1: want to to be going through a no man. What are you saying? Um, I've learned. To to be more balanced than that, yeah. because I do recognize the fact that um, sometimes in America, as women, as Black women, we can be a little overly masculine.
0: Yeah, our masculine energy is
1: It's very high. Um, it's yeah. very high.
0: It's just survival.
1: It's survival. Oh, you man. know, it's it's not purposeful. It's just it's survival. And so I had to learn to feminize. Yes. Oh, feminize. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and be more nurturing and more open. And so um, with that, you know, that was a challenge, but I don't become it. Mm -hmm. Um, Another challenge for me is employees. Um, Sometimes me, just the work ethic, and that goes back to those cultural differences, not a good and bad thing, but just a cultural difference. In America, we are very work heavy. Yeah.
2: Mm. People will have yeah. three
1: and four jobs working 12 yeah. hours at each shift. Yeah. It ain't even enough hours in the day right. for them on the top. You know, right. there's so many jobs that people are working, <laughs> so much work. Yeah. And so we're used to that. Yeah. And we're even used to that with employees. You need to come, you need to work, you mm-hmm. need to do this, you need to be on that. So I had to learn that more relaxed vibe Mm -hmm. here where you know employees are like um so we're working today you know like (laughs) yeah we're scheduled monday through friday you know so learning um how to work as a team um with with those cultural differences learning how to um pick employees that work well for what Mm -hmm. i do specifically Mm -hmm. um Really learning, how, just just period. I think the the key for any obstacles I faced with entrepreneurship is really just learning how to understand how I can be within the culture. Right. Because mm. I think that's really the main thing. It's like as Americans, we have to understand that we're not here to change right. things. Anything, right. We're not here to you know oh well this is how it should work because this is how it works in America. No, mm. that's what I'm used to but now it's different here. So now I have to apply those principles and learn how to be balanced, be right, present. Right, right. Um, So that was really the main thing. I, I don't really say that there's anything that's been like, oh my God, it's so hard. I've made moves here. It's opportunities here. Yeah. I am grateful. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed mm-hmm. by the amount of things that I can do here. Yeah. And I try to, like you said, I try to tell family, like, look, <laughs> you
2: know, Come, come on. on. We can try to put you, on. We, got to to put you on. we can have a whole situation here. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: it's so many skills. I already know all of what you all do. So it's it's a whole thing. But yes. at the same time, you know, gonna. Africa, is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I had to realize that. Mm-hmm. I was repatriation. You yeah. know, when we first moved here, I was repatriation tours, come, move yeah. here. And then I realized it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. Yeah. No. It's not for everybody. And so that key of understanding culture, and that's yeah. anywhere. And sometimes yeah. it's funny because when we go to other places, we're way more... Um, sensitive to sensitive to the culture. Yeah. Oh, if you're in yeah. Paris, oh, you yeah. know this is how yeah. people in Paris act. Yeah. Oh, if you're in Dubai, remember, yeah, this is how you have right. to act in Dubai. Right, right. But when you come to African countries, it's like, wait, why they doing it like that? And um we all have seen it. We yeah. see it in our community here, mm-hmm. and um that's where it just comes to that balance of understanding culture mm-hmm. and understanding like you will have to make things different you have to change you you can't run your business because the thing about me is I actually brought my business from America here Mm. so I didn't really like come here and and switch it all up I brought what I was already doing and I just brought it here but I had to understand when I brought it here it's gonna be different you know how I do how I market how I promote Mm -hmm. how I go about it you know everything now <laughs> I I now can't really take men clients now yeah. you know I have to be mindful yeah. in America I was going around wow. being a mobile spot now here you know there's a different dynamic between men and women so I have to be more conscious about having men wow. so
2: it, can you elaborate just a little bit on that why did you say you have to kind of um, but, <laughs> I, you know I'll be I'm open anybody who knows me knows that
1: I'm real open Um, because I, my business is wellness. So that Mm -hmm. means I'm, you know, I do yoga, I'm into spirituality, I'm into sensuality. I will talk about, you know, sex openly. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, men sometimes, or just people in general sometimes feel like that means you're open. You're open yeah. for wow. it. You're, you're available. You're, you're available. Doesn't. Right. You don't know what I do at home. I got, you know, I can have multiple <laughs> men. You know, so I'm not lonely waiting on someone to call me. Right. And sometimes that's the idea. So I did, because of you know, Instagram, social media, I had a lot of men using my business as a way to date me, as a way to wow. talk to me, as a way to be inappropriate with me. And so um I had a last situation actually like two months ago where a guy was way inappropriate with me when I went to have a massage or when I went to do a massage for him and I had to figure out how to get myself out
2: wow. and
1: so at that point I had to say "Sisley, no you know uh-huh. you have to understand that at this point you can no longer take male clients like, mm. especially like single male clients like if mm. it's a woman um, making an appointment for her husband or something mm. like that or if it's a couple type of thing then that's mm-hmm. fine but yeah i had to just for my own safety um, yeah for my own safety and i i get it to a certain degree but at the same time it's like no don't use my business right. as a way it's one thing for you to dm me whatever you can talk but literally calling me out right. you know and even when i first started that was the main question do you do happy endings oh it's like If you massage, and that's when it goes back to culture. If you massage, it's assumed that that's what you do. You are giving happy endings. So I had to make it very clear, like, no, I'm a different type of business. Mine's just more wellness. And me was like, okay, but so are you going to still do it? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Literally, literally. Like, oh, I get you you can burn the sage but (laughs) (laughs) you can cleanse my aura however you like girl but
1: are you gonna do it and so I had to be like you know what no I can't and I had a uh, meeting with a PR uh, lady and she kind of evoked some things in me and I was like you know what my business should be focused on women anyway yeah what you know what I do is really focused on women so why am I even letting you know me coming into this new environment Mm. pull this because I was getting a lot of male clients and Mm -hmm. I was like hey I am getting a lot of male clients you know so it had I had to step back Mm-hmm. and then see okay how am i promoting what you know who am i gearing things to because a lot of times i'm gearing things to women but then a man oh so what's that yoni egg about right, right. <laughs> Not true. Right. you know but exactly, <laughs> exactly. so you know it was it was something i had to learn but i would say i'm good now you know i'm nothing has happened to me where i would feel like oh my god but right. i had to learn in that particular moment that for my own safety, right? You know, let me let me just stop right there and just and focus on my ladies, my goddess sisters. Mm-hmm. I got y'all. Like, right. you know, your husbands, it's fine, but tell your your friend boys. You know, <laughs> I can't. I, can't. It's I can't. Interesting
0: because like that's just general. Just in general, I always say when people ask about moving here, I'm like, it's not even about me telling you where to get your travel shots or your visa. It's your mindset. Yeah. yeah. That's what you yeah. got to get ready. <laughs> you have yeah. to prepare yourself to unlearn a lot of things, mm. which means you also have to prepare yourself to behave differently as mm. well. Because, yeah. I mean, even it's the same thing. Like, being Jamaican American, my masculine energy as a woman, but uh, very strong. You know what I mean? And we're raised that way. Yeah. But here, yeah. I mean, here I exercise that, mm-hmm. but realize that I had to, like, Bring it, like pull it back a little bit, because it was like, LaKeisha, you're gonna be blacklisted in this country. So the idea is like you have to almost learn yourself and how to balance what you're learning in the Mm -hmm. environment, which is just like so much work. Because no one is gonna teach you, no one is gonna hold your hand and say
2: like, don't don't do this. Right? It's like you You learn learn as as you you go. go. Yeah.
1: You learn as you go. You have no idea because. (laughs) Even me, like mine was even sometimes with the police. Yeah, knowing uh, your tone mm-hmm. as a woman. You, you have you dealing to with pull the police all the all way, back. way back. I got arrested. You know, I <laughs> had to learn my lesson. That's why I tell people you have to learn your lessons yeah. because we come from a different experience. Yes, yeah. two a.m. arrested in Medina. Like <laughs> not
0: fun. <laughs> not fun at all. Lasting because in the beginning of my experience, I actually was hit by a um he was a navy. He was a part of the navy. A, mil- a military guy. Wow. Hit? Yes, yeah, slapped. Wow, yeah, I heard this. Man I told I me you gotta be anyone? careful because yes. you will get slapped. Wow. But By God's grace, my masculine energy was on twenty. Oh. Because that's when I I actually hit him back. Of course. With with something and basically defended <laughs> myself. Of course. You know, and it's just like wow <laughs> no and
1: I've had I've had men tell me like you need to slow down since because one of these men will slap you and yeah. I'm like I wish you know you know I wish they would I wish they would you to like, get I'm, I'm gonna pick something up I'm not gonna try to fight anybody but it's plenty of bricks around
0: <laughs> that was me he got it look I don't want to scare anyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> no you're not gonna get slapped per se Just saying that these are the experiences and I'm more so talking about how my masculine energy was on 10. Yeah. And I don't think it was my fault, but it's just like that's when I use my my masculine energy when I realized that I could pull it back and just have more neutralized situations. Yeah. Yeah. It just worked. Yeah. Like, okay, Keisha, we know that you can like bust somebody up. That's great. You know, and it's it's still worth it. Yeah. But is it worth it? So that's something that essentially is a takeaway that you're gonna have to like peel back certain mm-hmm. parts of yourself yeah and balance yeah. out based on the environment and how things function here yeah um don't worry i don't hit military no <laughs> <laughs> i don't get arrested my anymore <laughs> i know my
1: tongue yes here's my <laughs> license <Okay. laughs> <laughs> no way keep it and ready. it helps it does work like you say you learn like it's not even really worth it mm-hmm. like you know that's the energy that we had there and it was it was necessary there yes. but it's yes. not even really worth it here mm-hmm. because a lot of times it's not that's why you got to know the culture cuz sometimes like you'll end up at the end of it laughing right, with the same, with person, the same right. person that was getting yeah. that aggression yeah. that was making you think oh this is a really aggressive yeah. situation and it really wasn't yeah. but from our perspective we're right. used to that aggressiveness so it's like oh if somebody getting a little loud yeah, oh, right. what's happening <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> get the bath away. what's going on so it's like yeah you learn like
2: that's not really right it's
0: that all the way
2: grateful
0: we're grateful for these lessons so
2: we're talking about balance being grateful how was it like i know like in ghana there we're heavy into christianity going to church so these things that we see here (laughs) how how did people receive it as far as like because it's in the culture here already already i think uh People will
1: find it funny, but I didn't come here to sell metaphysical tools. Mm. I literally had these things for myself. Mm. So you know how when we were first moving yeah. here, you got going to ship things. Yeah. So I used to just ship a large amount of sage because we That's wanted did did for did it for the house. Yeah. People would see it and people would start asking me, are you selling that? What about this? <laughs> what about crystals?" So it was, oh, okay because that was my initial thought. I wasn't sure how people were going Mm. to be, you know, receiving even just yoga, because yoga has a lot of myths in regard to religion. So I was like, I wasn't sure. I was treading very softly and Mm -hmm. slowly because, you know, I do respect the fact that culturally, Christianity is a big part of the culture. Mm -hmm. And although the tradition is still very much a part of the culture, um for the the forefront for everyone when they're out you know is more or less christian or muslim Mm -hmm. um and so now you know it's on a different level i would have to say the youth they're really opening up they're really opening up and it's not to say that they're anti-christianity and i think that's a real big piece that people need to understand with spirituality it's Mm -hmm. not Mm anti-christianity most of us grew up if you're black you grew right. up Christian yep. unless you were Muslim. Mm-hmm. You pretty much grew up Christianity almost is a part of our culture mm-hmm. in, in my yep. opinion. So it's like you grew up with that sense of religion already in you. So a lot of times the spirituality pieces to me tools. Extra things that kind of help you bring balance to self, help help you right. to hold yourself more accountable. Yeah. Help you to do that healing work that you may not do if you're so kind of focused on the religious piece, because um, you're focused on maybe somebody else doing it for you. Mm. So with the spiritual element, you're more or less, I have to do it. Right. I have to do the work. Mm-hmm. So with that, I have been really excited about how many people are opening up. I mean, mm. literally, I get a call about sage once a day. That's that's a least. Wow. once a day. I literally had a man come to my house yesterday and knock on my door and say, I couldn't buy your number. Do you have sage? We're fighting spirits out here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. I'm just like, yeah. you know, and so now it's put me in a position where because of everything that's going on in the world and you know, a lot of places we can't get things in and out. So it's put me in a position now where I've been looking for the local, for the Mm -hmm. traditional, going Mm -hmm. back to, you know, our ancestors and what they use. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, you know, sage, we can't can't really, or I don't know of anyone who's growing it here. Mm -hmm. So I can't really get Palo and sage here, Mm -hmm. but we can get frankincense. Mm -hmm. You know, we can get some other things that we may not know about that have the same exact benefits. Mm -hmm. So really that's been my focus now Mm -hmm. is like, how can we do the same healing work with things that we can find locally. Okay. And all we have to do is tap into the elders because I know they know, they know. They know. Right. And it's that time too, it's time for us as, as the young people because our elders are going, you yeah. know, that's a part of life. But it's time for us to tap into them and like, hey, we need that info because right. we about to be the elders right. and we need to pass
0: it. Yeah, right. it's interesting. Cause I actually grew up the other way. I didn't grow up in the church. I grew really? up like this. Really? Yeah, really Keisha? My grandma, yeah.
2: I'm yeah, really so excited. Wow. Like
0: a priestess, if you will. Yes. Yeah, Beautiful. So, yes. Yeah, so I grew up that way, and I found Christianity on my own. Mm. Ah. I so see. now, mm. the way I see these things is like literally God made, made nature, right? Maybe if you want to say like the Trinity, fine. They made nature, and essentially you can experience God through nature. Mm-hmm. So when I'm pulling my plants, when I'm pulling my salt, when I'm pulling everything that has come from the earth to naturally heal me. And then in in Jamaica, we have so much like flora and fauna. We Mm -hmm. put so so much together. Mm -hmm. It's in our culture. We put so much together to heal ourselves, you know? So even as a Christian, using the earth, you know, and you can look at it. What is it? Genesis, I think 27. They talked about basically... The earth being for us, nature being for us, usually literally pulling pieces of nature to heal, mm-hmm. you know, and you pray over it and you channel whatever, you know, mm-hmm. your God is for me is Christ. You channel that. And I don't feel any way about it because I'm like, God put this stone here. Mm-hmm. God put this, you know what I mean? Exactly. This stage plant here. And then of course you hear about frankincense and myrrh mm-hmm. in the Bible. So For people who are Christian and watching, it's not to say that it is anti-Christian. You obviously see that literally God has made everything. Everything. So it's literally, you know, we have dominion over these things. So we use it Mm -hmm. and we put it into ourselves, just like the food, just like, you know, the water, just like the liquids, literally the nature, the stones, all of those things I think are part of it.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I think yeah. that's the. I think that's the beautiful part about even the culture here in Ghana is that even though they go to church or whatever, different things like funerals, you start seeing like the from things from their yeah tribe that have to come into play, like mm-hmm. things that they have to do. Yeah. So no, even though true. yeah, it's true. Yeah, tapping into the ancestors mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard even of certain things that. you put in the casket and mm-hmm. all of that, like yeah yeah so i love that
1: yeah it's really true and i I, that's been really my message is um you know the spirituality is is not anti Mm -hmm. and you know even the idea of an altar your mm. altar can be so many things.
0: Your mm. altar does
1: not have to be you slaughtering an animal, right? You know, <laughs> right. That's, your prayer closet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: These yeah. are these are
1: these are all in the same meditation prayer closet. Mm-hmm. It's same thing. Right. You know, you have an altar. You can have an altar of affirmations. Yeah. Just for yourself. Yeah. Just just for self love. You can have an affirmation. Um. You know, you can have an altar that's just about protection for your family. Mm-hmm. You know, peace for your home. So it doesn't have to be Mm, anti everything is here for us and it's here for us because of god created Mm. it so i yeah i definitely am so grateful and and so happy that people are really opening yeah you know it or i don't even say people are open because people probably have always been open but it's just more open now where people are are courageous enough to like yeah, I'm gonna have my crystals on and, you know, I'm yeah. not going to be bothered by, yeah, you know, I'm going <laughs> to feel like I'm doing something. You know, I had a man come to me. He came. He was like, I came to you after church. Let me come and get my book. <laughs> like that's, you know, because and that's what I want, you know, people to see that these are tools. Yeah. These are, there's, there's nothing negative about them. They're just tools. You can use them with your Bible or not.
0: Right.
1: You know, it's up to you.
0: What I love about what you're doing is that I think just in the midst of, let's say, past 10 years, it's, there's been an elevation and increase in consciousness mm-hmm. amongst Black women and just overall with Black people. And I always talk about how there's like this modern sector of Back to Africa people. We're not necessarily Back to Africa people, but we've come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that if you are interested in that higher consciousness and tapping into those things, I love that. You're here yes. and providing it. It's not like, yes. dang, I want sage. I'm here and I'm like twenty something. I want sage, and because I'm in Ghana, I can't get it. Yeah, you know, like for me, that's what touch of mm-hmm. essence is. Like, if you're here, you can still be about that consciousness. You can mm-hmm. still tap into those things um, because you're providing it. Yeah. So I love
1: that. I'm grateful for that, and that's, actually that's the advice that I give to a lot of people who want to come. Like. You have to understand, it's a whole community of us here mm-hmm. that are used to having certain things from there. Mm-hmm. So you just bringing, you know, you don't have to sometimes go so far. Sometimes people want to go so far with their ideas like, oh, let me make this big mega da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> like, just stick to what you know. Yeah. There are things that we want here. We just talked about purple sea moss. Bring it here. Start a whole CMOS store. Right. We need it. Right. You know, so these right. are things that there's so much that we need here. There are so many communities here that lived in so many different places across the global center. Right. So, right. so many people, not just black Americans, not just Americans. I have Lebanese, India. I have a lot of clientele who are always open and wanting things. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And so I think that is a beautiful thing. You know, a concept for people to take in. It's just like
0: bring what you know. Right. I think that definitely is the future of how like we, should, we would progress. Is even if you sell um, cable cable wires or you're a mechanic, <laughs> you have a vocational skill. Because this is an emerging market, there are these gaps. There's so mm-hmm. many gaps to fill. So you many, you know. So and many. I think it's it's for us to pour in and add value and also receive back as well. Yeah.
2: So for those who have kids in the States and they're thinking about visiting Ghana or coming to Ghana, I have my kids here. Yeah. <laughs> um, how was that experience, even for your children? What are their ages?
1: Uh, so I have a 15-year-old. I have... Whoa. I know. <laughs> People always like, what? Uh, you <laughs> look 15. No, I'm 15. Who's <laughs> mm-hmm. like my sister? It's Can funny. Can you imagine? I know. I'm so funny. I mean, <laughs> she's, like, she's like a little entrepreneur herself. She's like a mini-me. It's so funny. Um, and then I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old. And so um, my 15-year-old is Ghanaian. She's half Ghanaian. So mm. for her, her experience is a little different than the younger ones because she's here. She goes to school. She she goes to Achimota, um, which wasn't even something
2: we told to her. Like, uh-huh. I'm very much Sorry into old When did you bring her here? At what age was she? So
1: she was... Okay, she was 13 when she came. So we first were connected to an African-centered homeschool that was uh, based here, uh, started with some black Americans. Mm. So that was where my children were going at first. Um, But then my oldest is very verbal. (laughs) So she was just like, I need a little bit more structure and I need, you know, I need this. I need, yeah, she's she's a Scorpio sign. So she's like, she knows what she wants. She knows how she wants it. And so um, I was like, okay, that's cool. She was like, okay, well, I want to go to, you know, and then she wanted more social. She wanted right. to meet more people. Um, and so she went to a Christian uh, school for like two years. So that was like her JHS time. Okay. And so I was like, okay, I started talking to other parents. I was like, you know, it's some private uh, high schools or what they call SHSs here. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, no. I want to go to uh, what's the one in uh Cape Coast, the girls Wesley school. Girls. Wesley, Wesley Girl. She wants to go to Wesley Girls <laughs> or she wanted to go to Achimota. So, she was like I'm taking the test. She took the B.C. Wow. This was nothing on me. Like yes, I'm very much a homeschool wow. like she she's more she's my child that has had both <laughs> traditional and homeschool. Okay. So, she, I let her kind of choose what she mm. wants. But she was just like I'm taking this test. I'm about to do it, and I'm about to get into school, and then she made her final choice. She was like, "Yeah, I guess I don't want to go to Cape Coast," and I was like, "I'm not ready. (laughs) Like, I'm not ready for you. This is like college. Like, I'm not ready for you to go to another city (laughs) and live there. Like, that's a bit much for me. Like, I get it." But, you know, that's another cultural thing. So she was like, okay. So she said, okay, well, Achimota. And I was like, okay, cool. And we went to the school. And I was like, "Still, this feels like college. Like, it was so huge. Mm-hmm. Um, But she ended up, I think, I probably manifested, but she ended up being a day student because she wanted to be boarding. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't ready for her to be a boarding student. Mm-hmm. Um, So she's had a really good experience. Awesome. And, you know, she has her times. People mock her about her accent and... You know, she, she has a very American accent, okay. very American accent. So, and she doesn't really know a lot of treats. She knows a little, um, but it's been really beautiful for her. She's had a lot of experiences with, she works with me, okay. with my business. She started her own business, Taste of Essence, where she does, um, vegan treats. She, yeah, she, she's a baker. So she really likes that. So we let her kind of tap into that. And her dad has a restaurant, so she works with him. So we're very entrepreneurial with yes. our children. Like we really want them to be, you know, yeah. to be able to, if they want to work for people, that's fine, but be able to make money on your own. Like mm-hmm. that's a key for me. Like when it all comes down, when it's a situation like this, you need to be able to make money for yourself. Yeah. Um, so with my younger children, <laughs> they love it. Like for them, you know, it's, it's hot all the time. It's sunny. They can yeah. play outside you know, I have my daughter now. She calls me all the time. She loves aqua safari and a da. So she's just like, when are we going to see the fishes? <laughs> like, when are we going to go feed the horse? So she she really, they really just love the environment. My son, everybody loves him. So we can walk down the street and people are like, oh, where's Quaco? I'm like, I don't even know him. Like, I don't even know you. So yeah, he, he's a boy's boy and everybody lets him be so he gets to do whatever he wants so i think he even understands that when he goes back to america he sees that people treat him differently which is very Mm. interesting he can tell like he has more freedom here you know you find you can be out and men are just like let him be you know let him do and he notices that he notices that men. it's a it's more of a boys boys culture here so he he notices that he's around men and men are embracing him because it's it's really interesting. I've had my youngest son sometimes with a driver, and the driver will be like taking care of my son the whole time, and we're like walking around the market <laughs> or something. Like it's very, you know, the culture is just different in that way. So my children really love it, you know, but I do like to make a point to a lot of Americans who act. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't come here with the same mentality, like, oh. You know what area we're gonna live in, and what school we're gonna yeah. pick, and yeah. you know people want to know all of that before they even get here, yeah. and it's just like. I can really tell you that because you may want to go private. You may go public. You may go international. You may decide to homeschool. You Mm -hmm. may just hire somebody and let them come and tutor your children. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to figure out what works for you because lifestyle here is different. Mm -hmm. You may live in East Legong. Your school, the school may be in Jolu. The traffic is crazy, hmm. you know? So you have to decide what works. And a lot of times for me, I'm a very much, you have to be on the ground here. Like it's, it's a you can plan a bit, but you really have to be on the ground here to really figure out how your family is gonna function. Like I said, it took us a year. You know, we we have the nanny culture here, people. Yeah. You know, so yeah. people have help. We have help. So even going through that, like finding your right nanny, I have friends, American friends, who have had like twelve nannies. You know, like goes through them. Right, you know? right. I. I I don't, you know, I've had some bad stories with nannies too. So it's like, you have to figure out what works. works. But I will say having a family here is much easier. It's so much easier. It's much easier easier because you do have help, you know, and it's not help that's for us when we think of like, oh, you have a chef.
2: Like, yeah. you know, in America, I'm a yeah, but like, yeah. you know, like, oh, I have a driver. It so yeah.
1: but it's like, you really can live a very modest life mm-hmm. and still have that have type of things. help, yeah, you right. know, have that support. And it's really a beautiful thing because it makes, especially for me as an entrepreneur and me, I'm a very flexible entrepreneur. So that means sometimes I can work every day. Right. So it really helped me to, you know, keep my family still grounded. So they're not going all over just because I am mm-hmm. so for them you know everything is is set up so even you know their father in the states he's like I just like it better there for them because they have you know they have everything and yeah. I'm like well we got all the family <laughs> in America but still you can tell the difference of really having that support here right. so you know yeah. I do I do appreciate that but I definitely feel like people need to Visit with the children
2: first and then start planning for the children. Well, my mom moved us here and was just like, we just moved. I know you told me when you were like Like, So even like the few times that you show your daughter, like I see so much of the 15-year-old Makita in your daughter. Yeah. I swear. You all are both Scorpio's son. Yes. I see so much of her because I remember like leaving, just beginning high school in the States and then my mom moving us here and it was just like, I was forced to mature. Hmm. Even the way how girls carried themselves at that age. Like, I had to, like... Level up. I Mm -hmm. had to level up. So, I love it. I love it. I love it.
1: It's really beautiful to see and to see them. You know, for me, I just want my children to be global. It's not even so, like, oh, I want them to be in Africa. I want them to be global because I want them to understand that, you know, the world is not just America. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we grow up in America, that's kind of ingrained in us. Like, it's nothing... Outside yeah. of America. Yeah. Like Florida, that's it. <laughs> California, New York, Chicago, that's it. Miami. So exactly. You know, that's the only place to go. I don't know where you're trying to go, but we're going to Florida.
0: And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's more. It's more. I love it. Okay, so we are nearing the end. Um, I don't know if there I'm not sure I do know. Please tell the people how they can connect with you. Okay.
1: Um. So I'm Touch of Essence Spa, pretty much on all social media networks: Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, um, at Touch of Essence Spa. So you can definitely connect with me there. I'm doing a variety of things <laughs> these days. I, I'm becoming uh, the Wellness Sanctuary is what I'm calling myself soon. So yeah, I'm 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 here to connect. I'm definitely here to answer questions for you know americans who are wanting to move here jamaicans who are wanting to move here you know i can only just tell you from my perspective from my experience but i'm definitely here for you guys beautiful
0: um and of course for those of you who are just joining us thank you so much for connecting please keep it locked to yard abroad subscribe share like um you can follow us on instagram at Yard dots abroad. Please leave your comments. Let us know what you think. And thank you for watching.
2: <laughs> and thank you for doing this. And and thank thank so I'm <laughs> the goddess. <laughs> yes, I'm a the goddess. Yes,
1: I loved it. it. I loved it. I loved it. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Look, I'm about to wind it up. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I heard that y'all play this I was like, oh my.